challenges are good things take time. That's it. Like good things take take time and it is a process. It's not it's you know, it's a marathon basically. It's not uh it's not that quickly that you can just, you know, uh do a project, try to announce it on, on your LinkedIn and you're good to go basically and you have everybody's trust. And it's a little bit it takes time to do any project and uh, you have to understand that everybody within the sports industry is very busy, whether it's special Welcome back to the Sporting Global Podcast, and to, today I'm here with Alex. And Alex, first of all, how's how's everything going? And thanks for taking the time. Thank you, thank you for having me, Ole. Everything's great. I'm here in Doha, currently in Qatar, just uh, getting ready for the World Cup. Right. No exciting times. How's how's life in Doha? And uh, what are, what are the I, I guess some key things you you are noticing about like the World Cup coming? It's the vibes. It's the vibes all around the World Cup. Everybody's super excited about it. All the big brands are coming in. All the football federations. Right. You know, everything is uh, is very lively all yeah. around Doha specifically. Right. Yeah. And I think it's just an exciting time to be here, seeing a little bit how FIFA and the local organizing committee Q22 is is managing the entire situation. Right. I think as of right now, it's uh, it's very exciting to see what is happening all around the right. different activations from all the different sponsors. So learning a lot and uh, you know working hard. That's awesome. H- happy to he- happy to hear that. And of course, uh, it's it's great great that you take some time of your day to you know be on the podcast. We're gonna dive a little bit into your background, uh, some some tips, a little bit of what you're working on these days. But why don't you start a little bit about you know sharing a little bit. Little bit about how your journey in the sport industry started. Just just take us a little bit from how it all began for you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, it's definitely you know something that I thought about a lot in terms of getting into the sports industry yeah. in general. I was you know a former athlete myself, playing in the in volleyball specifically between right. Italy and uh, and in Russia. So. It was something that I always thought about and, um, you know, going into more of the business side was always something that interested me. So, you know, in 2012, I finished my bachelor's degree in business administration from uh, from a university in Rome. And after that, though, for the next three years, between 2012 and 2015, I really worked in finance and accounting Mm -hmm. for a UN organization, something totally different. Uh, That kind of was my first job in general. But uh over the last year uh in around 2014 i kind of understood that this is not what i want to do you know i wanted to go back to sports i want to go into sports management in general i want to find myself a little bit there so uh via some you know uh, some connections and getting you know networking and trying to get people to talk and you know i got myself involved with ss lazio which uh, you know, the entire sports organization. So I started in 2014 as my first gig in the sports industry was working under the SS Lazio baseball division. Yeah. So the baseball division in Italy, baseball doesn't even exist in Italy. <laughs> and somehow I'm here trying to, you know, find new sponsors or trying to find new opportunities right. yeah. for baseball. And it was something new for me. Yeah. So you know, but I was grateful 
you know, because Indiana was the first gig in the sports industry. So yeah. for me, it was a it was an opportunity to learn a bit more. For Things sure. were progressing and, you know, from baseball, moved into basketball, then moved into water polo, which was the first division team back in uh, back in Italy, back in the time. Mm. And then got myself involved in football. You know, doors open as you're progressive, as you're bringing new initiatives, new projects and such that were interesting for all stakeholders. Right. Um, the good thing about it that, you know, definitely by 2015, uh, I managed to open the door to to SS Lazio, the football club. So yeah. that was an interesting first glimpse into the football world. Right. But, um, you know, I wanted to learn more. I understood that, you know, I could start where I am, but in Italy it might be a bit difficult starting yeah. from literally, like, you know, the bottom. Um, the sports industry is very closed, right? Every Everybody kind of knows each other. Um, and especially in Italy, it felt like it's a difficult door to enter for a full-time job. Yeah. So I wanted to learn a bit more, went in to do a master's program. Uh, at Columbia University Sports Management Program in New York City. Yeah, nice. um, that was a great, great opportunity because it opened for me a lot of different doors, which yeah. I knew back then I couldn't I couldn't open it myself. So right. I did a three-month uh, period as a marketing athletics graduate manager at the mm-hmm. Columbia Athletics Department. So that kind of, yes. you know, I learned a little bit about how athletics and just general college sports works in right. the States. Yeah, and I focus a lot on the volleyball teams, on a bit of football and a bit of basketball. But then, you know, once I got into once I got into states, I, I understood that I wanted something more, and getting back to football. So my first, let's say, second gig of sorts, it was the New York Cosmos. New York Cosmos back then was a pretty popular uh, football club right. back in 2016. I worked in the sponsorship department and, nice. uh, you know, I was kind of supporting back then the director of sponsorship um, with the Emirates sponsorship deal that they had on the front yeah, of the yeah, jersey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was a great, great opportunity for me to learn a little bit about everything of yeah. what's happening at a football club from 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 all the way, um, you know, all their kinds of operations. Right. At the same time, thanks to the collaboration with my university back in New York, FC Bayern Munich also kind of gave uh, back then the students an opportunity to to do some projects for them. So I was kind of like a marketing partnerships graduate consultant where yeah. we focus on providing different opportunities um, and kind of bringing new projects to the table and for their sponsors for their uh Audi Summer Tour 2016. So, you know, when a football team comes to the States, they do usually, uh, they play, you know, friendly matches uh, in different parts of North America. And what we did is we focused a lot on activations for their sponsors. So back then it was, you know, Audi, DHL. uh, Those were the two big, big players that we have to, we have to focus about. And of course, working with their uh, brand ambassadors and you know legends of sorts so it was quite interesting and a very interesting glimpse into how a European top club operates and uh, I think from then on it was somehow you know I wanted to continue that path of working in football so luckily I got myself involved with AS Roma back in 2016 
where I was the global sponsorship coordinator. I started as that, focusing on sponsorship deals with a strong focus on North America. So back then, um, you know, AS Roma was based out of Boston. We had a regional office in Boston. And, uh, you know, so I was was kind of going between New York and Boston at the time, um, focusing on a lot on the sponsorship aspect. Right. But, uh, and we focused a lot on the tour as well, because at that Mm. time, AS Roma, at the same period when I started in April 2016, we were really planning around a summer tour as well. So I kind of took my know-how and my knowledge that I got from Bayern Munich, brought it to Roma, and that kind of helped me land my first, uh, let's say, really full-time and paying job. Because, you know, all these other opportunities were coming at, uh, you know, at no cost for for the employer. So that was really interesting. And the first five months, it was focusing on sponsorship. But then I understood that I wanted to learn a bit more than just sponsorship. So over the, you know, first four years at AS Roma, then I worked as a global brand development manager. So focusing on brand development, uh, marketing and event management. So Mm -hmm. I focused heavily on that front. Um, you know, between the summer tours that we did uh, and all the kind of different projects that were happening, whether in North America or other parts of the world. So um, while the last five months where I stayed at uh, AS Roma, I focused a lot on business development. So I was the, you know, got a kind of like a promotion to become the global business and youth development program manager. So focusing anything that goes with biz dev, finding new revenue streams while also managing their special projects like youth development, which was football camps, football academies, uh, the football school that they had in Rome, as well as esports division. So that was, you know, all different kinds of special projects, as they call it, different new ways of finding new revenue streams. So that was a bit what I had to focus on. And then back in 2021, in the winter, um, I had an amazing opportunity to join a very, very big club in Europe, uh, FC Zenit, as their strategic and business development director. So C-level position, uh, you know, at Zenit, it was uh, it was kind of like a dream job in the end, working at a top European club, right? Overseeing seven departments, so strategic department, uh, strategic marketing, brand development, players marketing, stadium development which means right. everything that's happening on match days yep. as well as non-match days so right. making sure that out of the 330 days right we do something else whether it's tours whether it's concerts whether it's ice hockey right. matches so yeah. trying to fill up the stadium as much as possible right. then we have digital which included the crm team yeah. as well as uh, different special projects that happening so seven departments where you know i had 38 employees in total that was uh you know kind of like an experience of a lifetime Mm -hmm. you know in one year and after the zenit experience i felt like it came uh the ideal time for me to create my own agency right so um what i do today i'm a sports business and marketing professional with experience now in football esports and volleyball in Europe and North America. So worked in the football industry specifically for eight years, right. where 
most of the things that I really did out of those yeah. eight years is really focus on strategic collaborations mm -hmm. that drive value and access new business opportunities for my employer, right? right. So yeah. that's a little bit what I do, and that's a little bit what I do today at SPG Sports. All right, I mean, like, thanks, thanks for going, like, so, uh, you know, last into your your experience here and the and the journey. I think, I think you've been you've been part of a lot of different things, and uh, it's it's a very you know I, I think I'm I'm very glad as well. You kind of brought up the whole uh, how can I say the the non paid experience, <laughs> you know, which which is always important to to bring up. I mean, like, I know it's a uh, challenging journey and the uh tough journey as well and the when you're breaking in and you're trying to you know get as much experience and the competition is high and you know it's 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 about grabbing the opportunity right and kind of like believing in okay if i provide the value you know the opportunity is going to come for that you know full-time job or the paid opportunity you know to to take it to the next level and and then sometimes you know especially the young students and professionals they they sometimes Think, think we're going to go right into like a leader job or like, you know, get full paid and benefits and all this good stuff. And, <laughs> you know, seeing, yeah. seeing a little bit how it's like, you know, it's, uh, we, we gotta, we gotta say it how it is, you know, because if not, Absolutely. it's going to be a shock for a lot of people. Um, and, uh, you know, you can always discuss what is, what is, you know, correct or not, but this is just the reality of what the industry is like. And, uh, when the competition is what it is, you know, this, this is kind of like, you know, what you have to adjust, you know, and adapt accordingly. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. It took me two years of my time to get someone to pay me for my right. services, just yeah. to give an idea. Right. Yeah. And, uh, exactly. and, and paying for an entire master's program in the States is not yeah. cheap. Hey, so, I, I know, I know. I did my master at yeah. uh, university of San Francisco. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so, Let's talk a little bit about your your current role. Also, you you kind of like segued it a little bit into it. Obviously, you're you're a CEO at SPG Sports, and talk a little bit about like you know what is what is it all about? Uh, some of your key responsibilities, uh, and just kind of lay it out a little bit, kind of briefly. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I am the let's say founder and CEO at SPG Sports. It's a it's really a marketing and commercial sports agency where. Mm -hmm. We focus a lot on business development for clubs, leagues, athletes, and brands. That's that's how we segment it a little yep. bit, right? So as of today, over the last uh, seven, seven months, six, seven months of operations, truly, uh, you know, we started uh, a little bit this year in 2022. We work with within two specific industries, football and volleyball. That's what we specialize in at, okay. at this moment of time. Yeah. Uh, we do also have, you know, we are involved in esports in general, but you know, our core core business as of now is mostly volleyball and uh, and football. So we work with two athletes within the volleyball industry. One is from the French national team, and another one used to be in the in the U.S. national team as well. We work with uh, six clubs. Uh, you know, six football clubs based all over the, the over the world. So, you know, whether they are Serbian, Mexican, Slovenian, Nigerian, um, we started working with clubs as well that are based in Italy, all the way to Japan, all the way to Ghana, South Africa, uh, and right. now moving into into different new markets like the U.S. Right. as well as Brazil. So, right. you know, very diverse, very exciting, different you know cultures as well. 
Sure. We work with a league, with a football league, which right. is the Latvian higher league. Okay, so you know they're very interesting and progressive uh, yeah. as as a client. You know they are definitely a client that I really like to work with because of their strong relationship with the Spanish La Liga. You know they they sign an uh, an agreement with them in terms of really looking to build something uh, much much stronger within the league, and yep. you can see that a lot from a business side. And then we work with brands uh, as clients. We work with, you know, a digital marketplace that is based in New York. We work with different media platforms that are also based in the States. Uh, we work with agencies. We have people that, you know, we trust specifically, uh, whether they are based in Singapore, they're based in Bangkok, Tokyo, uh, you know, who help us on the ground with different projects when we are, you know, talking to these clubs or athletes or just different leagues in, in general. So if I have to really summarize what we do, like our objective is very simple. Like yeah. we try to maximize the ROI for our clients as well as reach their full potential. That's it, right. very simple. So, you know, what we specialize on is uh, different things. Like mostly it's really just like five or six different things. International business development, partnership agreements, strategic collaborations, marketing and anything that goes about you know digital innovation as a whole so you know when we talk about uh, helping the athletes or clubs or the league in general um, on new international business opportunities it yeah. could be different projects so if i have to go into detail it would be something like strategic collaborations like yeah. uh, you know between one club and the other so mm -hmm. you know could be a french club with a club in india they have a strategic collaboration yeah. where it could be focused a little bit more on the french club helping the indian club with their technical sporting department mm -hmm. and as well as maybe you know their marketing and business development showcasing a little bit so that could be an okay. interesting you know we see a lot of clubs working together all yeah. around the world so right. we kind of help connect uh bar parties like that we okay. also focus on the commercial side yeah. sponsorship partnerships we focus on digital partnerships uh, we focus also a lot on education so educational partnerships trying to really connect the universities uh, with different clubs or uh, different you know entities within sports in general yeah we heavily at SPG sports also focus a lot on CSR so corporate mm -hmm. social responsibility is something that let's say it plays a very big role within uh, within the organization so right. we focus a lot on helping and working with our you know with our clients in terms of um if they're into climate you know making sure tackling climate change yep. sustainability yep. children empowerment or youth development as a whole Got we it. try to really personalize some of the projects that we do for our clients yep. and make sure that we you know do the entire project from a to z Mm. Um, so we focus a lot also on institutional relations, trying to work, you know, with different embassies or uh, consulates in general, NGO partnerships, as well as just influencer collaborations. Yeah. So we do a, you know, kind of like a 360 in terms of focusing on mostly international business development as a whole. Yeah. So, you know, we, we, when we work with a club or an athlete, we try to understand what are the strategic markets that he or she or the club needs to go to and try to find different projects for them to, to do.
Yeah, it makes 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 total sense. And I mean, like working with all these clubs and unions and different kind of stakeholders, like talk a little bit about like what are some of the key challenges you come across when it comes to you know business development for athletes, clubs, and brands? Like what are some common things or and common challenges that you've seen yeah. you know working with them so far? Um I think some of the challenges are good things take time. That's it. Like good things take take time and it is a process. It's not it's you know, it's a marathon basically. It's not uh it's not that quickly that you can just, you know, uh do a project, try to announce it on on your LinkedIn and you're good to go basically and you have everybody's trust and it's a little bit it takes time to do any project and uh, you have to understand that everybody within the sports industry is very busy whether it's especially athletes athletes have a very busy schedule so you have to work around their schedule all the time whether it's early in the morning whether it's on the weekends whether it's late at night or at night especially you have to work around their their clock all the time and i think when it comes to challenges is trust like trust is key you will never, you know, if you don't have the trust of the athlete, of the club, or the executives who work at the club, um, you know, your projects will just never happen. And you have to make sure that you show, you know, that you are competent uh, in all the things that you do, especially, you know, as us, we're basically a startup. So we yeah. have to show that we know what we're talking about. We know what yeah. we're doing, making sure that the client or the potential new client trusts us to make sure that you know when somebody is giving you access to their platforms and knowledge or even their logo for for you to use on your social media channels you know it all comes to it all comes to that so um you know that's definitely you know some of the challenges that but i think that's within the sports industry in general um you know because we are working with different stakeholders all around the world uh, you know, we have clients from whether it's, you know, Oakland, all the way to New York, London, Rome, Berlin, Singapore, Tokyo. So cultural differences is definitely, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes a factor, but right. you have to just embrace it. You yeah. embrace it. That's it. There's nothing else you can do. I mean, one morning you're going to talk to someone from, from Tokyo. That same day around lunchtime, you talk to someone from Cape Town. And at nighttime, you speak to an American guy who's based in Oakland. So you have to just embrace it. It's totally different. The sports industry and and how people are is, uh, is just how, it's just how it is. And one thing that, you know, if I have to kind of give an advice when it comes to challenge, like you always have to always look out for your clients. Like that's, that's a must. That's a must. Like you always have to bring them not only the best deals, but you always have to bring their interest. Like whatever their their interests are becomes your interest. And that's how you build trust. Yeah. So, you know, the most important is really uh, don't add problems to them. They already have enough. Only bring solutions. That's it. Like now, don't don't do that. Like don't say I can't do this. I can't do that. This is too hard. Like they don't want to hear it because they can go to any other agency. Yeah. Any other. Like there are so many agencies today that do very similar services. Right. So in a way, you just have to make sure that you know, your clients come first in anything. And that's why, you know, they should stay with you. So I think that's maybe some of the challenges you always have to keep up, making sure that, you know, your clients are happy and satisfied with 
some of the things that you're doing for them and providing for them. So, right. um, yeah, that makes, that's... makes makes total sense. And I mean, like just speaking about like you know just just uh, cultural differences too, which you which you touch upon too is I think it's you know now more than ever you know in the industry, the sport industry as well. I mean, like obviously it's a small industry, but as you were saying, like everyone knows each other, so it kind of like brings that global aspect too which which is sort of like a nice thing and a and a bad thing and, and so forth nice thing yeah. being that everyone has like a common kind of you know uh something that they can relate to which obviously you know brings brings a lot of great relation relationships from it but then also you know it's you know it's just a very different kind of situation right and and different kind of you know uh you know the the way you, you live your life the way business is done you know it's just you know adapting to that kind of culture as well it's not just about you know how what the culture is like living there or, or or being part of that community but but also just the business culture right which is i know a difference in you know us europe you know asia you know? <laughs> and it's all a different way to do it but at the same time like at the end of the day they're all people you know if you treat people with respect and you know you you provide value i think you can come a long way you know absolutely absolutely i think uh, right now you know, I've worked just in general between AS Roma and Zenit yeah. with middle the, with the Middle East in general, especially Qatar. Right. So, you know, coming here, it's an entire experience. And, you know, you just have to embrace it, embrace the culture, embrace the people, embrace right. the way of working and how they do things. Yeah. And it's going to be much make your life much, much easier. Uh, don't, you know, definitely don't implement your way of thinking and doing right. things because that's that's a little bit, you know, not the case. <laughs> so so we're about to kind of uh, starting to wrap up a little bit here. And I want to talk about one, two, two key things. One is what are some of the, I guess, new trends that you foresee in the coming years based on, you know, the key insights that you learned, you know, both with SPG Sports and the other initiatives you've yeah. been part of? Uh, what are some things that you see? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I'll divide it into two, like between athletes and clubs. Yep. I'll start with the athlete. Athletes is definitely having more active voice off the field. We've seen it over the last, I want to say, five to seven years, right. especially in North America. But now it's starting to happen also in Europe where athletes will be focusing a lot on their brand. So right. athletes are, are doing their merchandising, yep. line production. Uh, they're more into gaming or they actually uh, they do a lot of CSR projects they you know start doing maybe even children's camp kind of empowering the children or other business opportunities but i think what's even more interesting is that we're going to see a trend where the athletes become shareholders of companies mm -hmm. of teams of different yeah. clubs no, um sure. when it comes to the clubs and leagues i think one main main trend is like giving you know their, their fans a voice so yeah. Whether it's you know fan tokens via socials, uh, but you know I think that that's the trend that we're looking we're looking at. Like fans will have a bigger role within the industry and within their specific, uh, whether it's a football club, whether it's an esports team, yeah. whether it's any kind, any kind. Even when, when we see it with clubs, but you know we might see some of the bigger bigger athletes also use the platform of giving their fans that kind of access. But I think it goes goes back to like something that has been probably hyped for a lot of years now, but but really haven't really been, I guess, utilized or or uh, how can I say, um, 
nurtured in the best possible way it's essentially community right i'm mean, like right brands and clubs are very very happy to bring up the community word without not always you know really <laughs> having yeah. a proper community and i think this is you know probably a very key factor now moving forward and part of that as well of involving their fans right is is kind of like strengthening their community i think traditional sports has a lot to learn from the esports scene and the that side of the the table with streamers and content creators and the, the way how they're building community and yeah. utilizing that kind of angle or, or approach as well to to engage their their community as well because at the end of the day you know we're all fighting for time and eyes and ears and you know it's it's big competition these days uh, in terms of attention you know and and feeling that you're part of something right which i think is why we see much more niche specific solutions much more you know those kind of community-based and, and fan-supportive initiatives because at the end of the day, people want to ha have a lot to deal with and they want to spend their time on things that brings them value, you know, at the end of the Absolutely. day. Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more, for sure. So to kind of wrap wrap things up here, uh, I just wanted to kind of finish up with like, what, what are some, you know, obviously you mentioned a few advice already, but if you wanted to kind of summarize or highlight a, a few key tips and advice that you have for students out there looking to get their foot into the door you know maybe working for for a club or or with athletes or brands like that like what are some final key tips you would give them yeah so i think the first one i will just you know kind of repeat myself i think sure. if you have zero experience like i did back in you know 2014 yeah provide your services for free i'm just saying like just try to get your foot in the door because it's a very, very competitive market. Yeah. Very difficult. You will have, you know, a lot of different experts that will even work for free for some brands just because they can say, I work with that company yeah. or I work with that club or I work with that athlete. Right. Just saying, you know, my experience with SS Lazio, with FC Bayern Munich, with Columbia Athletics, with New York Cosmos, that's four different, you know, companies and entities I work with for free. Yeah. That landed me my job after an AS Roma, which right. took also a lot of time, a lot of effort, uh, working on weekends, working during, you know, 4th of July. Like that doesn't, you know, you're always working because you don't work on Italian holidays. You don't work on American holidays. So you just work on the clock. Um, yeah. I think like most importantly, when you're a student as well, and you're really just starting, you have to understand that the person that you work with like the, their manager or the director or the vp whoever he he or she is within uh within the you know a sports entity in general yeah they don't want problems they already have enough problems just bring solutions like you have to have the mindset or you're you are the problem solver you mm -hmm. and then you will stand out from the crowd right away no joke okay. like if you have that mindset from day one yeah where you are just solving their problem yeah. and making their life easier that's it. You're set. Like you're going to be there for as much time as you want right. and you will stand out from the rest of the people. Right. Because that's just how the way it is. Right. And I think going back to like, maybe like to talk about the CV in general, I think that's important because sometimes, you know, uh, SPG sports also hires, whether it's uh, interns or coordinators or managers, right. like, yeah instead of focusing on things that you have already done, focus on the things you have achieved mm -hmm. so far. Like 
that's the most important. Use data, like use percentages, use numbers. Like just to give you an example, do not say to me, uh, you know, I supported or helped the marketing department with the operations of a football camp in, in, in somewhere around the world. It doesn't mean anything to me, right? It's just a right. sentence. But if you say to me, I supported in a, let's say, 20% increase in revenue for all football cam operations right. over the last year, that's something that I can use and say, okay, wow, 20%. Yeah. It doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't matter how big the number is, but the right. fact that you're more analytical, you like use data right. and numbers, I think that's that's where you differentiate yourself in, uh, in your CV as well. Because... Yeah. Believe me, like for the students, uh, when starting off clubs, leagues, or just in general, sports entities, agencies receive so many emails, even from like people that have, you know, five, seven, ten years of experience within the industry who would kill to continue yeah. working in the sports industry, who would kill to work with different uh, athletes around the world. So. Right. You know, you have to you have to really uh, bring something and start small. Like nobody, you know, it's 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 a marathon. Like you, you take your time thinking about what is the best way to approach someone. Do your homework beforehand and try to connect the dots. I think that's that's important. Like that's what I do every single day. Try to understand who, what that party needs, what they want, how they operate a little bit, how the way they think. Try to connect the dots. Bring them solutions bring them new ideas fresh ideas and you'll you'll be golden absolutely well that's perfect alex and with that i'd like to thank you you know for taking the time you know for sharing your tips your insights some upcoming trends you know about your journey and, uh, and a lot of the things that are happening in the industry we really appreciate it and for those of you that have been in all the way at the end you know, make sure to like the video subscribe as well so you get weekly tips every week, you know, from leaders like Alex. And of course, if you haven't already, you know, sign up at sportinglevel.com, connect with Alex, you know, and uh, make sure to build your way into the sport industry, finding courses, finding relevant job opportunities, you know, fine tune that resume and uh, start getting a career in the sport industry. Alex, I have one last thing I have to ask you, or I mean, like it's, It's not really much of an ask. You kind of have to, you know, it's okay. <laughs> like a tradition yeah, yeah. at this point. <laughs> so we have a podcast tradition that we do, and I have to teach you a little bit Norwegian. <laughs> okay, let's do yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, cool. So with every video we do, we always finish with the snakkes, which means see you later in Norwegian. So that's what you have to say. The snakkes. There you go. Great job. Easy. Amazing. Easy, easy, very easy. Thank Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Of course, we'll talk very soon. (laughs) Talk soon. Bye. Bye.